<laughs> well, now, we call this the act of mating, but there are several other very important differences between human beings and animals that you should know about. Maiko Show. This episode was just uh, Arnaud, an interview with Arnaud Gelb, who I met. Uh, Arnaud is a French reporter, covers NBA games, he's the top NCAA reporter in France. I don't know what that means, but apparently it's pretty good. He works for a big website called Basket USA, and him and I became friends when we were working the Wizards games together. Uh, I wrote for a Japanese, I write for a Japanese magazine. And we would cover the games, and Gelb was the first person that I felt comfortable around. He's the first person I talked to on International Row. I'm watching OKC, Golden State, as we speak right now. Clay Thompson, third quarter, having a big one. But uh, anyway, me and Gelb go way back, and this particular Sunday we were. Walking around D.C., checking out different breweries and bars with our buddy Roscoe, and I decided to bring my recorder along and just record some of the conversations so you can get to know this guy. I think he's I think Gelb's awesome. He's like an encyclopedia. The amount of knowledge this kid has is crazy. He knows everything. We test him on, like, the Capitals. And, you know, stuff an American shouldn't know, let alone a French person. His American history is amazing. But uh, anyway, get into it. Here it is. Gelb. Kid Gilb. Oh yes, every time you hear acoustic guitar, it means I turn the recorder off and he left the location. So tell me about your first interaction with Gelb. What do you remember? Gelb, I met him on a November night. I was scared. It was my first time attending an NBA game. And this guy welcomed me in, but only after seeing that I had a blue tick, which meant I was verified on Twitter. So did he look you up on Twitter, like, once he saw your name, or how did that work? Right, exactly. Like, he got my name, he looked me up, he saw I had a blue tick. Immediately, he knew I was a guy that he wanted to know. And from that moment, I knew I had a professional respect with Gelb. But over time, we developed like a personal relationship as well, where he respected me as a but friend. Did he come up to you like, oh, like, I, I, I want to understand why he, like, he made friends with you over the blue tick? And you truly believe that? Yeah, well, partially. I mean, Gelb, I want to hear your side of this story here. Are we talking about the? We're talking about the first time you met Roscoe. Well, what... we became friends. Okay. What's so... your recollection? So me, you know, I'm I'm very nice. 
And so what I did, Roscoe, it was actually one of his first NBA game. He it was my first. He had a blue tick. It was his first NBA game. He had a blue tick already. I he didn't know right. that back then. So, and when in Washington, that, that I, was, blue tick? I was already, uh, I, well, later on, and then I gained more respect uh, for him. But the thing is, I was already like one of the most experienced person on the international row. It was me and China. No, China book came much later. Um, and so I said, okay, well, you, you seem like a nice guy, you know. I mean, uh, well, I was around at that point in your life. Name Roscoe right? reminded me of the mascot in Milwaukee and everything. So I said, I'll show him around. Let's go. Let's go talk to Charlie Villanueva. That was my first. Was he at Detroit exactly. at the time? No, he was with the, with uh, that, the, the Mavs. Mavericks. My first yeah, the Mavs, the Mavericks. huh? Oh. The Mavs, exact cubes. Cubes, yeah. And, and so I decided, yeah, you know what? I'll show him around a little bit. And you show him around. I mean, there is not that much to be shown. Uh, but anyway, that's what I did. And I'm uh, very happy to show him around. I'm very proud, happy. I feel like I knew you at that point. And I feel like I was at that first Oh, game. yeah, you knew me. You sat next to me first, I you feel were there. like. To yeah. be honest, I didn't yeah. want to ruin it for Gelb, yeah. but, but I met you first. But, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, Mike, but yeah. Mike didn't have well, any knowledge. Yeah, but that's how I knew. Like, Because I made friends with Gelb. I was like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't know when I can talk to the players, anything. And he's like, follow me, follow me. Uh, uh, before the game, he ta- taught me about the pre-game locker room experience. Yeah, this guy is well rehearsed. He's got it down to a T. He knows what time to arrive. He knows the entrance points, the exit points. He knows when he can talk to players, when he can't talk to players. I, I think he's best friends with the French players as well. Like, yeah. The French players and him seem to have very long interviews. And Genuinely, they are a source of his knowledge. And they tell him things that... Most of them. Most, most of them, sure. Let's hear a little secret. I mean, you heard Batum's going to have a baby before oh, he yeah. announced it. Oh, yeah. Did you tweet that? No, he's respectful. No, that's, see, I and that's not. why he has the trust of the press. Right. I did not tweet it. I let and Batum tweeted it like the day after. Hey, I'm uh, getting. Uh, did he, do you I'm think he a, thought you were gonna write about it? I'm he with, testing you. He said, "I'm with child." I'm with child. Uh, so no, I did. I didn't tweet about uh, Batum's child. Um, but yeah, Batum, Mahinmi, Fournier, Life. KS Life, and more. Damien Inglis. Maybe it'll still be in the NBA next year. Your first interview was Steve Novak. Is that right? My first interview was like one of my favorite players of all time, which is Steve Novak from Marquette, <laughs> one of the greatest three-point shooter of all time. Uh, when he was with the Knicks, it was a preseason game, and he scored seven three-pointers in the game. Was and Jeremy Lin playing in that game preseason? No. Jeremy Lin was gone. This is, oh, this is the year after. However, however, I must say I was at the game uh, when the peak of Lin Sanity happened. Now in Toronto, How's it that game? in Toronto, when he Jeremy the, Lin scored the buzzer the beater, yeah. the three-pointer, exactly scored like 30 plus point. It was insane. Were you a Lin fan for the evening? You know what? I wanted it to happen because the story was insane. Like the buzz was like really, really, really high, and when he scored, was it like uh, four games into Linsanity, I feel like it was like four or five games into Linsanity, score like average twenty-five points per game or something, 
and then this game scored also 20-25 points, like did nothing ultra crazy during the game, but then last possession at the ball versus Calderon. Shot the three. Calderon plays no defense now, as Knicks fans know. Absolutely zero. Against Toronto and, uh, and uh, Arigato, and, uh, and that was it. <laughs> Tell me about your first experience in America. What, what, what did you think of it? And where were you? Okay, so my first experience with America, I fell in love with America when I was like a kid. Uh, always been a fan of uh, the NBA. That's how I fell in love with America, basketball. Uh, back then, in France, you had to, re to read the newspaper from two days, you know, to the, the day off to get the results, like on a Thursday, to get the results from Tuesday. Really? Yes, exactly. And it was so mythical. No, it was, no uh, internet like, at that point? Too. No internet at that point. So, And it, that was when American culture became really dominant. You know, Michael Jordan, as I uh, discussed in my blog about, uh, about him when I met him, that's one of the symbols of you know, the dominance of the American culture all over the world. Then after that, I traveled to the U.S. Uh, first time. It was in 94. Uh, went to California. My first trip to the U.S. Very, very nice. Then went again in 96 or 97 uh, to visit Yellowstone, Grand Canyon. Oh. Wonderful experience. Where'd you fly in? Did you fly into New York? No, I, I actually I flew into uh, San Fran. Huh. Uh, long, long flight. Why you flew over the U.S.? Well, because uh, it was for the American West, I have some far family in uh, San Fran, and then uh, all the way, you know, driving via Sequoia National Park, Grand Canyon, Monument Valley, Arches National Park, all the way up to Yellowstone. Uh, and so that was my second experience in the States. Then, of course, American culture became even more dominant internet start going on I get older also um, and um, after that I decided you know what I want to move here so that's when I decided to spend one year in school in the US and uh, that's how it so all started which school was that as Marquette was Marquette University because I wanted three things I wanted to be number one in a big city which was Milwaukee uh, It's not the biggest city, but it's, it's, still, it's still a fairly large Were city. Were they marketing you know? towards French people? Like, how'd you hear about Marquette at such a random well, school? Well, you know what? We have like 30 or 40 different schools where we can go there for gotcha. And we don't pay any tuition, you and know, you, for free. And you switch semesters? Like, it's like a study Ex Exactly. We, we, have, we have people from Marquette coming to Strasbourg, and we go there. So there were a few, like, big city, Tulane in New Orleans, for example. Uh, was another one, but I wanted both to be in a school that's good from an academic standpoint, good basketball team, NCAA, Marquette, obviously, and that has an NBA team. Ah, nice. And Marquette fits the three nice, criteria. Yeah. Could have gone, like, for example, to Texas A&M, but it's in the middle of nowhere in Texas. basketball is not as good as Marquette. I would say. And the basketball is not as good as Marquette, exactly. Yes. What so players were at Marquette with you? Wes Matthews. Nice. Gerald McNeil. Cool, all right. Uh, Dominic James, who became a big player in, uh, in Europe. Lazar Hayward, who played also in, uh, in the NBA. That, during the year I, uh, I was at Marquette, that was it. 
I missed uh, D-Wade by a couple of years, Steve Novak by one year, and then the year after was uh, when the Jake Crowder slash uh, Jimmy Butler era started. Oh, I didn't realize they played together. It's a pretty solid spot. Oh, yeah. Uh, one year we had like five NBA players at the same time. We had like Award, Butler, Crowder. It was a great, great team. Is Buzz Williams a better coach or recruiter? I think he's a better recruiter. When I was there, Tom Crean was the coach. Oh, oh I didn't realize Tom Crean was Marquette. Yeah, it was Final Four was Tom Crean. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's my experience at Marquette. So then and you had came- one year at Marquette. Did you go back to France after that? Came back to France for two years and then uh, wanted to go back to the U.S. for an MBA. I had choice between two schools, Pepperdine in Malibu, California, or Cleveland, Case Western, and I chose Cleveland. Why did you choose Cleveland? Uh, I LeBron ch- there? Basically, I chose, yeah, LeBron. It was LeBron's last year. LeBron and Shaq, actually. It was the when they were like the big favorite for the title in 2009-2010. With Shaq, they had Anton Jamison. So you made the school decision completely on basketball. Oh yeah, and actually my classes, I chose it because I had classes in the evenings, and I chose like non-profit classes instead of uh, like marketing for basketball reasons because I needed Tuesday freeze because Cleveland played at home every Tuesday night. Uh, and so I went to every single every game. Every Tuesday they play at home. Yeah, that was the weird schedule thing that they had in their uh, this season. So that's what I did. 2009-2010 season. Major St. Louis and Milwaukee. Did you drink a lot in college? Did you have like the American college experience? Yeah. Party? Well, I was already 21 when I was at Marquette. Uh. Did you have friends under 21 then? I did. And actually, the funny thing is, you know, so in, uh, in Europe, we, you do like the day first and the months. And for some people, if you switch it, it makes them older than they are. And they were, then it helped them be 21. And the people at the entrance of the bar, they had no idea. So that helped them to get in. Anyway. Was there a lot of French... How many uh, French students were at Marquette when you were there? And did you hang out with them mostly? So there was one guy from, uh, who is also a basketball sports writer, uh, from my university, and we were like seven total French. And what's he doing now? We were living in the Global Village, which is basically uh, American folks and foreign people. I was living with one guy from Germany, one guy from uh, Spain, and one guy from the U.S., and we had to uh, fill out a questionnaire before moving there. And our American guy said, I follow sports as if it was my religion. And I pretty much said the same thing. So, so you're still friends with that American oh, guy? Oh, yeah. Drew James from Minnesota. as well as you do? Well, his uncle was an assistant coach with the Milwaukee Bucks back then. Ah, who was it? Henry James. Who's his uncle? Henry James. And the kid's name, Henry James? No, Drew. Drew James. He never made it to, like, head coach or whatever, you know. Do you have any, like, crazy college nights, like, you know, get At Marquette, not that much, because at Marquette I was so focused on basketball, etc. But in Cleveland, I I didn't want to live in, like, a global village with foreign people, etc. I wanted to live, like, the American experience. So I lived, and I was a grad student studying MBA. And I was living with undergrad American students. So I was like the, the, you know, the older brother, pretty much. Nice. 
the older fuck the brother. You could buy them drinks and stuff. Exactly, uh, like trash uh, and everything. And then you met you met Kelly during that time. Yeah, second semester I met Kelly. Uh, How many semesters were you there? Two. Okay. I graduated in two semesters only. With your MBA? With my MBA. Wow. Paid 5,000K instead of 80, 80 grand. That's insane. So now you, you have a master's degree. I have, I have one from France, one from the US. I have two master's degrees. Yeah. All right. And then you have, a, you have a bracketology degree. I have a bracketology degree from St. Joseph University with Joe Lunardi. Okay, so the thing is, I think it's a matter of sometimes they got soaked, and so uh, the soakingness got moldy, and the moldiness got stinky, and it stuck. One dream I had was when I retire, I moved to the US and every day I go to a different city and every night I go see a different game. Like let's say I start in Seattle one day, I go see the Seahawks. Day after I go see Portland, the Trail Blazers. The Timbers. Oh the Timbers, exactly. After that I go see one national park. Boom, after that I go to California, go see the Warriors, uh, go see the Oakland the A's, etc. etc. Every single night. I'll go visit the country and go see a game. Or every other night, like, but as many as I can, all the way across the, the 48 lower states. Yeah. Are there any sports teams in the, the outer two, Hawaii and Alaska, any pro sports teams? No, none. Alaska doesn't even have NCAA Division One. Hawaii has the Rainbow Warriors Division One. There's a few NBA players California. from Alaska though, isn't there? Like uh, Trajan Langdon. Trajan Langdon, Mario Carlos Chalmers, Boozer. and Carlos Boozer. So what, are they from the same high school out there? The thing is, so the three, only two are officially from Alaska, because Carlos Boozer is born in Germany. But Trajan Langdon and uh, Mario Chalmers, if you want a funny anecdote, Mario Chalmers and Trajan Langdon are the only two Alaska-born players. Interesting. Which would be the worst state to go and visit then, on your journey? You know what? I love every single state. No, give us a real answer. What's the worst? It's gonna be like a Dakota way, yeah. You want me to Dakota. speak like uh, Clinton? Uh, want me to speak like Hillary Clinton? Like I love every state, or like Trump? Like uh, Trump. hey, this we this want, state we sucks. We've had enough okay. of the, like the, the establishment. Puerto Rico, Guam. Guam is not a state, it's a territory, and I, uh, I have lots of respect. What's I have, frankly, in America? frankly it's, a, it's a tough question. I don't know if I would enjoy Iowa that much. Fair. Des Moines. Um, they got a, uh, what sports team is in Iowa? They got a D-League. Oh, yeah, the Sioux Falls. No, that's South Dakota. No, the no. Iowa Energy, affiliate of oh, the Ma Memphis Grizzlies. They have yeah. uh, Iowa and Iowa State, the Hawkeyes and the Cyclones. They have Drake University. Ah, uh, really? No relation. My dad went to school in Iowa. A little NAIA school, oh. New York College. Started point guard. 
Four years, yeah. Dan O. Wow. Dan O. Steenstrom. Dan O. Can ball, man. He's good. Did your dad play basketball? He played no sports. Zero. Field hockey. Really? The way. Ben played that in Australia. Actually, his dad played the. The Wayland, the Whale. There is a team that's named the Whale. It's uh, the Hartford Whales. Whalers. Whalers in uh, hockey, actually. Minor League Hockey AHL. I'm sure maybe in Minor League Baseball also. Yeah. Minor League Baseball, I've only been to like a few stadiums. Is it like, the Hartford Whalers? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, t there's like a lot, that's a pretty big city actually. Hartford? Hartford, Connecticut. Big city. It's the capital of Connecticut, been there, done that several times. It's kind of ghetto though. It's kind of ghetto. Uh, they have the XL Arena where uh, UConn plays a game once in a while. Have you been to Connecticut? Oh yeah, uh, Eliza's family lives Which there. city? Stanford? Uh, lives there. Danbury, New Haven? Danbury, Connecticut. Oh, also, Danbury. that's a pretty big city too though, isn't it? It's right off 95. Yes. Yeah. This yeah. Is just it's, it's, it's called the Burbs of, of New York. Of New York. Uh, no, of Yonkers. Yeah. And that's something. Okay. If you want to know one place in America where I want to go explore, it's called the Burbs. The Burbs of New York, like Yonkers, White Plains. New Jersey. Jersey, Secaucus, Jersey City, New York, etc. Hoboken. And most and 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 the burbs I really want to see it's Long Island. I want to go do Long Island like from from west to east, starting in Brooklyn, Atlantic Avenue, all the way to Montauk. And that's Montauk something I'm point? yeah I'm I'm going to do that this summer. I, I told you I was in for that later on. And I won't do I the railroad. One day, off, though. one day. I think you need four days total. You take like the weekend. You leave early to go there, you know, etc. And then boom. I think it's fine, bitch. I'm Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. Yes. It's my favorite movie. Home Alone. Of course. One or two. Number two. Two is the best one. Number two is the best. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, who can we stumble Duncan with? Duncan Stoichest, also known as Le Coffre à Jouer de Duncan. What about Haley Joel Osmond? Osmond? Haley Joel? Billy Joel? Haley Joel. What is she doing? Uh, Six Sense, the child in Six Sense. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Daniel Ricciardo. You don't know Daniel Ricciardo? I don't know who, who is he. Daniel Ricardo. Daniel Ricardo, yeah. You don't know him? No. He's the the Formula One driver. Ah, Daniel Ricardo doesn't Australian. do anything. Yeah. He's Australian, I thought he was Brazilian. No. No, 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 no. Wrong. Wrong. What uh, what car is he driving? A Red Bull. Red Bull number one team or to Toro Rosso? Because Toro Rosso is like the number two, like the garbage. Ah, Sebastian Vettel. Capital of Alabama. Sebastian. Capital of Alabama, Montgomery. Capital of South Dakota. Capital of South Dakota, Pierre. Capital of Washington State. Olympia. Oh, nice. The uh, highest scoring player in the NBA ever. Season average. Well, uh, 
per se well one season Will Chamberlain 50.2 points per game highest score career wise is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar highest career uh, like career average over his career Michael Jordan the US president that came up with the new deal Roosevelt the first three presidents of America Washington Monroe Madison no where's Adams John <laughs> third president Adams. third president Third president is Jefferson. Yes. But you missed Adams. Uh, I put Madison. I, well, <laughs> I have that What wrong. did I say? You were wrong. You were wrong. What did, what did I say? Uh, you said Washington. I said Monroe. Monroe. Yeah, no, Madison. sorry. Yeah, no, Washington and Jefferson. What are the years of the prohibition of alcohol? It's from... Uh, well, that I'm not sure. The, the exact dates, I don't know. 17 to what about 31. In terms of the Louisiana Purchase, where the French <laughs> sold the U.S. a big chunk of land. You should know this. Uh, this should be okay, so everything for $12.5. Sold by Napoleon to Jefferson. How tall was Napoleon? Four, uh, three? <laughs> no, I heard he was a lot taller. No. It's a myth. No, no, you're you're no. failing your history test. On this Nap story. Napoleon is like uh, is five three, like Sarkozy. Three, three. the dwarf. So, uh, yeah, what's like the biggest war in French history? In France history, the biggest. There's been so many. Many guys. I the mean, biggest? Uh, the biggest. It's tough to say. It's tough to say. Which one is the biggest? Give me I mean, the first early one. Sheer numbers. For the, well, the biggest, the, the first one, if you want, was the Battle of Aleria between the Roman Empire and France. Clo and Vercingetorix, uh, back in minus 52 before Christ. What years did uh, France hold the Olympics? So, uh, first Olympics, Paris, in 1900. Chamonix, Winter Olympics 1924, Grenoble 1958, and I think that's it. First French NBA player, Tariq Abdul-Wahad 97-98. I just want to say, I think France had the Olympics in 1924 as well. For summer? I think they For summer? Paris, Paris again, it's very likely. Yeah. What about Australia? I, I think so. Melbourne, Melbourne and 2000 Sydney. Sydney. I said it first. What, what about US? Uh, 1904 St. Louis and 1982 Los Angeles. No, and then I remember. Sorry, uh, 1984 was Georgia, uh, Atlanta. Atlanta, and uh, you forgot Lake. Oh, Salt Lake, Salt Lake City, City 2002, Lake Placid. And that's our last one. Like that, our last one. Lake Placid. Oh, in New York. That's a terrible place for the Winter Olympics. Actually, the snow quality is. They're trying to block the Winter Olympics. Variable. Are terrible. They're bad. It's like Summer Yo, Olympics, fine. Animal Olympics. Something good is coming. Like, Winter Olympics. Olympics. What uh, song is this? I don't know. Eurythmics. Favorite song growing up? I don't know. Favorite song growing up? It's tough. You know, my what's my favorite song? I don't know. Uh, sweat, baby, sweat. Baby, hot as in Texas. Draft. Yeah. Me and you do the kind of stuff that only Prince would sing about. God name, bless his heart. Name the, name the 50 states now. Starting now. Okay. 90 seconds. 
Okay, Hawaii, Alaska, Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, Utah, Wyoming, Idaho, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas, Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri. Missouri? Yeah. Misery. Uh, can so we that twice? repeat? 25, you're halfway there. Okay. We can go back to the tape and check. Uh, so I said Alabama, Mississippi. Come on, uh, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Kentucky, Tennessee. Said 30? Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois. Indiana, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania. 40. Did I say Kentucky before? Yes. Okay. Uh, Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, Connecticut, um, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, New York, New Jersey. Did I say Pennsylvania? I'm not sure. It's weird because I got 50, but you never said Nevada. I didn't, you didn't say Nevada. That that that's uh, you would have missed that. Yeah, that somehow got 50 That's a testimonial that it's not the best time to uh, count them all. But you did, you did good. Carson City, uh, the capital. Reno, Lake Tahoe. What's Ta your favorite Lake, capital? Lake Tahoe. And where's your favorite place in the U.S.? So, uh, favorite place in the U.S. It's crazy because two places I love don't have an NBA team. It's both Las Vegas and San Juan. Puerto Rico? Doesn't count. Doesn't count. It's okay, then Las Vegas. Just Las Vegas. Why do you like Las Vegas so much? Las Vegas is the shit. <laughs> Las Vegas is the, Las Vegas, there is no word. No word? Insane. If you had to pick a word, though. Insane. Insane. It's a good word. Uh, otherwise, what place I love? I love D.C. I love New York. So why are you planning on moving to DC? I don't know. I say that maybe I will, maybe I won't. I hope you don't. Maybe I, I don't. don't as well. Maybe Georgetown, you know, maybe Anacostia. Oh, Anacostia. Be maybe I'll move to Berry Farms and uh, it's a whole different story. If you had to describe the suburbs in in one paragraph, how would you describe it? Suburbs of where? Any suburb sucks anyway, but... Uh, the burbs. What are your top ten favorite burbs in DC? Gaithersburg. <laughs> no suburbs. Quantico. Monaco Bay, right? Langley. Like there's a tongue wag there. Langley, there is a CIA over there. I tried to enter the CIA. I had to go back. Uh, to go back in Turkey. Run on the George Washington Parkway. Was uh was very very wrong. Turkey run. Nah, like my favorite verbs. I don't know. I don't have any favorite verbs. Petworth. It's not even a verbs. It's, it's DC. That's a verb. I've got a good question. How old were you when you lost your virginity? Eighteen, seventeen. What did she look like? Not good. <laughs> not good. Look what? Not good. Not good. Oh, I remember the story. I actually remember the story. Not you good. I was trashed, actually. Yeah, it was, it yeah, was 100 yeah. days before our high school degree par, um, test. 
and I was the first one to puke out of the whole high school. And everyone was at the on the how do you say that? You know, you're on the deck. Yeah, everyone yeah. was watching me. I was on the grass, like lower level, puking, and everyone was girl, 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 girl. I was the first one to puke that night. It was still a fun night, though. It was a great, great night. Uh, since I used to live that's in Strasbourg, the night you uh, lost it. Yeah, I live in Strasbourg, so I was quite far. That then I was with this girl. Then somebody put me in a car. Uh-huh. Then the person in this car left, so they put me in another car. And then they put me on one of the tables in the place we rented. And I slept there until 9 a.m. on a table, <laughs> just like with nothing. Then they woke me up, and uh, then I took the train back home. And that's how I lost. I don't remember much. I, don't, I remember the person. She was fat. It was terrible. It was terrible. And that's pretty much the story. Why do you like Darren Ravel? He's the best. How is he the the best? best? He's the best in the biz. What he tweets is very insightful, very interesting. I'm very much into sports biz. And he's the best. But do you think he, like, I feel like he steals tweets a lot and pictures. I don't know if he steals. I mean, he already stole tweets from me, but I... Stole. You felt that he stole it, or did you feel I mean, justified for you that? You know what? It, it was not my propri- It was not something that I owned. So mm. he can do whatever he wants. And Fair. I always retweet what he tweets. You know, I translate it in French. I do find his tweets interesting, and I'm a very willing follower. May I Darren love Darren Rovo? Mm. He's in my top five. You know, if I have to name five sports writers, Actually, Darren give Rovell. me your top five if if you could. Okay, Darren Rovo number one, Jay Billis number two. Um, Bill Raftery, okay, college uh, basketball. So that's three already. I would say I don't know. Would I say Mike Wilborn? Well, give me someone you hate. Who do you hate? Do I hate Skip Bayless? I don't know because he's very controversial. So I like him for that in a way, but in a way I hate him also. Who do I hate really? Like I, I, frankly, for basketball, like Jalen Rose and Brent Berry, I don't think they're good uh, reporters. I, lots of respect, especially for Jalen Rose as a player. Uh, after that, what about I don't Reggie know. as an announcer? Do you like nah, Reggie? Reggie, Reggie Miller, horrible. Good. Horrible. Okay, I was wondering if that was like a Knicks fan thing that no, I did no, not no. like. Him. I, and me, I'm not a Knicks fan at all. So yeah, so you uh, hate Reggie as an announcer? Yeah, Reggie Miller, not good. And Favorite. I don't top three current players besides LeBron because he's, he's a big LeBron fan besides LeBron and Steph Curry okay and Steve Novak is he still in the NBA yeah he's still in the NBA he was with the Bucks uh. now uh, three players it's tough to say I mean uh, you know what now that I write it's I don't really have any favorites my favorite players are retired like David Robinson how has being an NBA reporter changed your view of the NBA? 100%. How so? 360%. Why? Jason Kidd. Uh, uh, 360%. <laughs> it changed completely. No, 180. Uh, I view the NBA completely differently. I'm not a fan anymore. I'm part of it. Uh, like oh, I, I, I disagree. I feel like I'm 
I feel like sports reporters always ask the same questions, and that sports, sports writer on a horrible. Are, um, like for example, me, Loivot, Loivot, Eric Piatkowski. No, no. Are the Clippers uh, person? You don't know them. Do you know them? Like uh, Tony Massenberg. Like uh, Clippers '95. Like uh, Randy White, Bob McAdoo. Face actions by Russ. Dominic Wilkins. As a Clippers, and not uh, Dominic Wilkins as a person. Not not Dominic Wilkins, the Parisian. Dominic Wilkins, the Clippers. Uh, best best basketball moment that you ever were a part of as a player. As a player. Yes. When I scored a basket, one time that one time. Tell me about it. Take me back. I score. It was in Rose Park. I was by myself no, alone. Uh, not Rose Park. Nah, frankly, as a player, I don't really have any. You never scored a basket in organized hoops. Yeah, I did. I did Tell in me uh, about college. One basket. I did. I mean, there was this guy. He was good. I pump, I uh, did a pump fake. Okay. Boom. He jumped for it. Nice. He was up high. By the time he went back down, that's when I uh, tried my shot and uh, I All scored. Right. A pump fake hoop, so is a good thing. I never had the patience for the pump pump fake. Otherwise, I would have been blocked. So. Do I have a question for you? Yeah, Gail? any question. He at has all. a lot of questions. If you could change the moniker of one NBA franchise. Which franchise would it be, and what would you change it to? The Swim Dragons, ish. Like, uh, nah, that's a big Tell piece. Tell story about the Swamp Dragons. Well, Swamp Dragons, it's a story. It's a, actually, well, I didn't write the story. It's a story I translated mostly from ESPN. Uh, the Nets, when they were supposed to change their name to Swim Dragons. However, there are. That part of Jersey is very marshy and swampy. So, that's so that's I actually, right, on, if, if you go to NBA history, I have all the monikers. I wrote a big piece in 2005 about all the names and nicknames that the NBA teams. What's made. the best part of that piece? What What's your favorite part of that? Because piece? some of the names, like the Toronto, were almost were named the Spiders. It was like a vote, and by two votes, it became the Raptor himself of the Spiders or whatever. What about the Wizards? What was their vote? Well, the Wizards, as what you know, was, it was the, the other options. The ballot. Well, it was the ballots for. So there was an article in the New York Times today, and the New York Mets affiliate, which has been known as the whatever Mets for years, they're going to the vote, and one of the finalists is Stud Muffins, and then they're going to become the Stud Muffins. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's the, the one with all the horse uh, names, right? Yeah, uh, like the rocking horses. Uh, right. Uh, so which is it Binghamton? Is it Binghamton? Birmingham. Oh, Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. Birmingham. Exactly. That's like, New York. for example, that's something no, that Darren Rowell would. No, 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 no. No, 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 no it's no. a different Birmingham. And it's not. Yeah, and I'm not even sure it's Birmingham, New York. It's. Binghamton. Uh, it's not Binghamton. No, because Binghamton is too much west. But anyway, that's something I'm very. Into. I love like uh, all these name about all these stories about names, etc. Et so, if you had to like touch any reporter, NBA or sports reporter in general, would it be Darren Ravel? Well, me, my number one is Darren Ravel. Yeah. 
if you guys are good friends, like, what would you do on a typical friend date? Would bang. No, we would uh, we would hang out and uh, and eat whatever uh, food tweet he eats. Cause he's, he's a good tweeter of the food. Darren Rovell is the shit. Darren Rovell is the best, frankly. And I tweeted that to him. I mean, uh, I told him, and he said thanks. I think he knows who you are, though. Well, yeah, he knew the Kid Guild. Yeah, I think he knew that from the video. It looked like he actually knew who you were. Oh, hey, Gerardo, it's yeah. me, it's uh, Darren Rovell. And, and I talked to Gerardo about that, and he was like, yeah, yeah, like, I know who Gelb is. Yeah, he knew, he knew. And I like him a lot. You know, uh, I think Darren Rovell likes him more than Norris Paul and uh, Roscoe. If you could go back in history and yeah. caress the face of any historical figure. I'd go to Brisbane and be Norris Paul. <laughs> the Norris Paul of Australia. Isn't it? Well, Tell me Brisbane. What's Brisbane like? It's, it's nice. They call it Bris Vegas. It's like northern coast. Northern coast. Yeah, northeast coast. The biggest city, northeast. Yeah, the biggest city on the north coast, and it's. North. What's the closest city to Brisbane? Like the big city or big? Yeah, like, big. Semi big, big. Like Sydney is the biggest big okay. city, but like three thousand miles away. The Gold Coast. Yeah, Gold Coast. Surface okay. Paradise. Right. Which is our... That's where the Great Bar Barrier Reef is? Nope, that's further north. Uh, that's Macquarie University. Have you been to Australia, Gelby? Uh, no, but I considered it. I consider Macquarie University and Gold Coast University. Huh? Are these good institutions? Macquarie has a good reputation. I could have gone there. I went to Marquette What's instead. What's the best uh, academic institution in Australia? ANU, Australian National University. Where I could have. No. Like it's over? in Canberra, in that the capital, like like a George Washington. Canberra is the Ottawa of uh, Australia. It's right. like it's a shithole. No, no. Canberra is not a shithole. It's like the. It, I can name Perth is better than Canberra. No. Sydney. Sydney. The bodysuit. That, that's the weirdest thing ever. There's an issue between Australia and France. In the 400 meter women's. Oh, yeah. Oh. Marie Jose. Marie Jose versus uh, Kelly Freeman. Should we see if we can find the race on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Because after that, uh, Marie Jose, she was. Uh, she retired. She, yeah, she retired. But she was arrested, actually, in France. But she became crazy. She went crazy. What was she arrested for? Well, first of all, Marie Jose, she won the nine in uh, Barcelona '92. She won the 400 meters. '96, she did the 200, 400 meters. All right, describe the video. Kelly Freeman, Kelly, Kelly Freeman. Kathy. Oh, so track and field. Yeah. Is she Muslim? Oh, Patulidou from Greece. Why the full body suit, Muslim? Uh, aerodynamics. Uh, she is uh, because Very she. Wrong, there, no, wrong, 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 lied. Aerodynamics. Did she get a silver maybe in 96? Who's that? US? US is involved? No, no, no. USA back then, it was like... Uh, this was everything. This was her whole career. So this is the Olympics? Yeah. Oh, where's the actual race? Ah, uh, this is no good. This is not a good... Go. I feel like they're talking about her very deep. Oh, uh, yeah, interview. Interview. No. We want to see an actual race here. Me, I would say... You know what I would say? Oh, you know... And that pretty much describes Cathy Freeman's life. And that pretty much describes Australia as a country. 
That sounds hard. Let's try this one. Sydney. I remember this Olympics. You know what I remember from Sydney? I was 13. Is, what I remember from Sydney's friends, USA basketball final. Oh, oh Richard Weiss. Did, and when France did you came go, back to you four to points with two minutes left. Was it, oh, was it all Sydney or is it around? No, no, no it was mainly, all Sydney. It was mainly Sydney. It was 98% uh, Sydney. It was a Honduras Bis- game yeah, yeah. in my city. The there, there was soccer that, that was all no. over you, uh, see, um, Australia. Here she is. Kathy. Kathy. Kathy who? Kathy Freeman. Freeman. France runner. Stop it. Australian runner. Uh, Australian. And this was her whole career came out of this. Home turf. Look at all the, uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of lights from That's the cameras. I can't remember what she did in Atlanta. This but is the 400. Yeah, in 1996, she got bronze, maybe. Italian flag in the back there. Full body suit. And this is her hometown. Where come is she on, now? Which on, lane? She's coming out in front. This is the third lane there? She's in the sixth lane. Yeah, Six. Jeb Morgan. <laughs> Jeb Morgan. Bush Duke. Bogan. Come on, Kathy. Where is she at? Yes. She oh, there she it. goes. She, she kills it. it. And it was a slow time, too. I okay. think it was 49. Not bad, though. Decently she killed first. She, she, <laughs> she was dope. There was no doping. <laughs> she stopped immediately. That's interesting. Like, you know how they normally run on a bit. She's not really Australian. The, the famous moment is probably... Uh, there's a moment where she takes both the Australian flag and the indigenous Australian flag yeah, and yeah. carries it on her. And yeah. What's special. Yes. Well, no, but that oh, is yeah, historic. So Let me hear you take on Russell Crowe. Andrew Gaze and uh, Shane Hill. And Russell Crowe. The Crow. Hammer. Yeah. That's Shane Hill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, why, uh, what's the beef with Russell Crowe? Americans love Russell Crowe. I think Russell Crowe is actually born in New Zealand. So he has a... Why does he claim Australian heritage? Well, I think we claim him as an Australian when it's appropriate to us. So when he wins the Oscar for Gladiator in 2000, Australian. When he throws a phone at someone, New Zealander. Throws a phone at somebody? What is that? I'm pretty sure that was Russell Crowe, not Mel Gibson, but although it might have been both. Mel Gibson, also possibly Australian? Yes, again, a New Zealand Australian. So when he's in The Patriot, Australian. Sure, great when movie. he is throwing phones, potentially, New Zealand. Right. So what's the beef? I've seen uh, Flight of the Concords, so I know there is a beef. There is a beef. But um, what is the beef? Explain it in the most basic terms you can. The rivalry is similar to... I don't know if there's an American equivalent to the rivalry that Australians and New Zealand have. European, like France, England? Yeah, in that sort of sense. Right, so... Love-hate relationship. Yeah, and they are our closest friends, and until... New Zealand? Yeah, 1898, they were going to be another state of Australia. And in 1901, when we became a federation, they they bailed. They they did not decide to be part of us. What's the difference between government? Is government close? Very similar. Um, Interaction with each other? We get along well. Our economy is stronger because we're bigger. So, of course, Australia is bigger, but how do you feel about New Zealand being better at rugby overall? Arguably, they're not better at rugby. However, I mean, technically, they're like the favorite every time. Right. Sometimes they don't win, but they're, yeah. Right. Over India? 
I don't. I don't even. I don't know if India has. I don't even know. Like are we talking cricket? Are we talking cricket? Cricket? Yeah. cricket? Maybe. Uh, Sing? Sing? Who are the uh, best rugby nations? New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, France, England. No, that's not. That's it. Well, Five. And, and that, not in that order. In that order. Didn't Japan have what's a big? A, what's like, a better thing? order? Name a better order for for rugby. Okay, New Zealand. Yep. Number one. Australia. South Africa. Fine, I'll allow it. England. <laughs> Incorrect. France, Aust- nope. Australia, <laughs> but Wales. <laughs> Wales. Nah, seriously, seriously, there is in rugby, there is a huge rivalry between the southern hemisphere, which is basically South Africa, Australia, New Zealand, New Zealand plus Argentina? now Argentina. Argentina. Vers- yeah, versus the top five in Europe, which is France, England, Wales, Scotland, Scotland, Wales, Ireland. And plus now Italy, but Italy oh, yeah, so Italy much lower. Well, yeah, what about the USA? Nah, Horrible. They, they can come and play if they want. Horrible. Like they get trashed every World Cup. But it's one the nerds that play next the next World Cup is in Japan, and Japan just did one of the biggest upsets in sports, history. all sports in the history of sports when they beat South Africa. Oh, oh, oh yeah. More for Toguchi. Well, basically, it's like I don't know. If you want to compare, just give me one sport. And Leicester City's win in the Premier League. Yeah. Well, the thing we like about that? even even bigger because this was one game. You know, you have Japan, a very small country rugby-wise, which beats Dang. one of the biggest favorites, and they played so well and they deserved so much to win. And that's great. That's rugby's big becoming a big sport Japan, Japan is a competitive nation like they are actually I checked the ranking today of rugby the world ranking Japan is ranked number 10 right but really? they're a nation that I, I checked the ranking today they love sport love and they sport. perform well like in the World Cup they the thing is I s- they want basketball to be France so badly. Basketball. world ranking as of today because I checked it today okay. number Back 10 to Japan number 9 Scotland number 8 France Number seven was like South Africa, etc. Australia was number two or three. Two or three. Yeah. Oh. A real number five. Number one was New Zealand. Five. So but Stephen Adams. No, but we talked to him before he was cool. I feel yeah. Like. Do you remember that interview at all? I do. We talked about rugby actually. Oh, I, I was there. I was there. We talked about France also and rugby. Yeah. He um, laughed. Stephen Adams is a great guy for starters. Like he's, he's a, a he's an excellent interview. Is he a bogan? Yeah, he's like a. You could say so. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's, a, he's a, and he would be okay with being called a bogan. And he's very cool. He's very fun. He's a fun guy though, and he's very Australian, New Zealand in the sense that he's into banter. Like he he knows when you interview him if he says something funny that it'll get a it'll get a go. He's like the king of the playoff interviews. I feel like. Right and. Yeah. But he's a tough guy. He comes from a family of ten children, I think. He's one of ten. Yep. He grew up in a poor area of New Zealand. Was probably unlikely to do much, but for the fact that he became massive. And a great basketball player. And just a great basketball player. So, one question I have yeah. for you, Roscoe, and it's sports-wise overall, but and it happened a couple of times. It happened in soccer, happened in basketball. When New Zealand beat Australia... 
Back when New Zealand beat Australia basketball-wise to make it to the Olympics in 2008, 2004, 2008? Did they? Yeah. Oh. And same with soccer. The Trans-Tasman rivalry. Uh, like... They call it, yeah, the Tasman Sea between... Exactly. Because the thing is, you know... You're, you're in that area. Like, you're right on the Yeah, side but the sea. thing is, you yeah. know, you have the Oceania Championship, you right. know, ish. Where, first of all, New Zealand and Australia qualified to the semi-finals anyway. You have, like, Vanuatu. And in a way, it makes sense because you have Vanuatu and Samoa and uh, Nauru. No, Philippines is in Asia. Completely different. Yeah, completely different region, Mike. <laughs> Staying or going? Philippines. Uh, going. Going. Somewhere else. Somewhere else. Yeah. What's uh, the question? No, he was saying that Philippines is uh, Oceania. He's so dumb. Like, he's so dumb. Like he's so down. But when New Zealand like dominates Australia, like beats Australia, let's say like one time they beat in the championship game, etc. It's huge. It's crazy. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's like Canada beating America. What's the population difference? Uh, New Zealand's about four to five million. Australia's twenty-four 30. to twenty-five. Four to five million is. Yeah, it's tiny. It's a tiny country. So they're incredible but for a nation it's a big country. in size. Like, we always think as Australians, we're impressive with 20 to 25 million. But New Zealanders, but whatever they achieve with their 5 million is... One problem what for Australia, France? 65. Like, Australia is smaller Australia is smaller than California. And New Zealand is no, smaller than, what, D.C.? One DMV. One problem for Australia is... And I think sports-wise, our biggest problem. You know, like France. Let's say France is the European champion in any sports. That means you have to beat Italy, Germany, UK, Every whatever. Time. It's a problem. You, um, Australia. Come like together. A, like a Euro Cup. You, exactly. Well, you're winning. That's what we say in every sport. Winning the Euro Cup is tougher than winning the World Cup in any sport. In, in you have 99 to go to the U.S. to play basketball. In most top. of the sports, yeah, but the thing is, to win any World Cup, you have to beat like nations from Asia, from Africa, etc. Here, you have to beat only European nations, which are all better than most of the countries. It's, it's the whole idea of being the one that everyone wants to be. As Even well. though they're not maybe the number one, like basketball, you know, we right. don't have but USA, but you have for the region. See. But for the region, you have to beat, like, Latvia, which is better than beating Nigeria, which is better well, than beating the, the even US China or whatever. The Copa America is terrible. See? Jamaica, like, Obama. you, and it's, in a way, it's the same as To win North America, you have to beat, like, tough games, Jamaica, Cuba, whatever. Yeah. Honduras, Costa Rica. Exa exactly. Canada. Exactly. Until, so that's, yeah. that was my question, you know, like, how can you and that's why in soccer Australia has to be in Asia in Asia because we were playing South Japan, America no because you're playing because you're playing Oceania oh we were playing Samoa that's why no, no, the no, no, but we were playing Oceania and then we would then win Oceania and then have to play for the final and get trashed against America. Paraguay right and Uruguay Six every zero. time it's Uruguay thanks and you got trashed by Paraguay or by Chile. Trashed, but well, South America no, like is 
like South America, Europe, that's the that's the World Cup finals. Every yeah, time. but the the thing is, let's say Australia. Okay. When to play in 2010, Australia beat American Samoa 31-0, which was the biggest international in score ever. No, in soccer. Okay. 31-0. 31-0. That's a true score. That's a true score. Yeah, it's the biggest a, score ever. FIFA record. That sounds Australia, terrible. to qualify to that World Cup, they scored 200 goals. Even Is Australia... World Cup 2013. 31-0. See, I wrote, and we did. I wrote a big story about this game. Archie Thompson scored 13 goals. Tell me, this isn't the finals. No, uh, that's the first round. But still. No, but the thing is, it's like a high school. Later rounds, later that's rounds. That's a crazy corner. Yeah. Corner later right rounds, you play against. Later rounds, nice you play goal. against Fiji. It's not. Hel yeah, right. 15-0. Yeah, we still we won. Wow. We crushed every nation, but it's because not impressive. What if we missed the World Cup? Not since we moved to Asia. Yeah, because before that, we have to play because before that, Oceania has zero team guaranteed. Yeah, they had zero point five team guaranteed, which hurt. means that the winner of Oceania plays against the sixth best team in, in South America. In South America to make it. To make it. New Zealand made it last time, I think. Or are they yeah. in Asia now? They made it. And they, they you know, just... I feel like, yeah, I feel like the because now they're mixed the, uh, because they beat Iran. That's right. Was they in the U.S. division? No. But USA, I mean, let's say you... For me, when you had QL and... Viduka. Mark the Viduka. Viduka. QL and Viduka. Yeah, they Two were great. great players. They were great players. From Leeds United, etc. Oh. They were great players. Here, I mean... So it's one game we're still watching. I mean, yeah, I, I as a French same guy, goal. as a French guy who played soccer for eight years, I'm sure I was better than the guy from <laughs> American Samoa. So is oh, soccer bye. your best sport? By, but it's a, soccer yeah. is the best sport for Playing. everyone almost on earth. Like in France, it's soccer, like number one by far, you cannot imagine. Basketball is number two now, ahead of rugby. But soccer is so far ahead. 32. So I thought it was 31. I thought it was 31. Maybe one got counted off. That's embarrassing, though. And shit to play against. Are we uh, closing out here? Yes, yes, we were closing out. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Myco Show. Peace.